Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello and welcome to our session today. I'm Dr. Stephen Green, a heart failure cardiologist and clinical researcher at Duke University and the Duke Clinical Research Institute. I'm pleased to be joined today with two of my very close friends and colleagues who also work with me at Duke. We have Cody Carson, who is a clinical pharmacist at Duke University, and we also have Jamie McDermott, who is an advanced practice provider at Duke University. And, you know, I'm really happy to be joined by both Cody and Jamie today because we are really going to be discussing a very important topic as relates to HEFREF care. And that is the idea of in-hospital collaboration and management. We know that patients hospitalized for heart failure are a very vulnerable population. And I think the idea of a team-based approach in hospital is really the key to setting patients up for success, both in the hospital and then when they leave. So to get us started with thinking about this team-based approach, you know, Cody, I I really value, uh, you know, I say it all the time on rounds. I really value having you specifically, but then just our pharmacy uh, colleagues in general with uh, with me on rounds. Um, I I always learn from you guys every day, and I think it definitely improves the quality of care that we're delivering for our patients. But from the pharmacy perspective, you know, how do you view your role, um, you know, for our in-hospital management of patients with HEFREF? Yeah, thank you, Steve. So back in 2013, the Heart Failure Society of America published a joint opinion paper with the American College of Clinical Pharmacy supporting the value of pharmacists and helping to improve heart failure outcomes. So there are a lot of helpful services that a pharmacist can offer as a member of the multidisciplinary team. One of the first things that comes to mind for me is assisting with transitions of care. So pharmacists can perform admission medication reconciliation at the start of admission to help the team get an understanding of baseline GDMT and diuretic doses, assess medication adherence, and then also identify any allergies or intolerances that may limit our ability to use some of our guideline-directed therapies. On the other end, at discharge, pharmacists are also able to provide discharge medication reconciliation that helps us ensure that the changes that we're making to GDMT are being done in a way that's safe in regard to renal function and any follow-up lab monitoring that may be required, and also that these changes are made in a way that's sustainable for the patient. So for instance, are medications being sent to the correct pharmacy in appropriate quantities? Are they going to be affordable for the patient or will they require prior authorization with insurance? Things like that. This is also a great opportunity for pharmacists to make sure that we're helping to limit polypharmacy and watching out for any harmful or suboptimal medications that we can de-prescribe, such as NSAIDs, thiazolidine dione's and sulfonylureas, and then even some herbal supplements that patients may have been taking at home. No, I mean, fantastic points, Cody. And I think you hit on so many, so many key elements there. I mean, I think, you know, medications are really the focus of, you know, how we treat patients with HEFREF and the in-hospital period is such a key um, opportunity for really getting these patients on the best possible therapy. But at the same time, yes, we have our therapies for heart failure that we're focusing on. So, you know, you know, stringently and trying to make sure patients are getting those medications. And you mentioned prior authorizations and going through logistical hurdles potentially to make sure patients have access to those. But at the same time, trying to de-prescribe um, some of these potentially harmful um, or ineffective medications, um, you know, for patients that have HEFREF and have comorbidities. And I think, you know, a common example nowadays is um, type 2 diabetes medications. Now we have 
you know, SGLT2 inhibitors are, are approved for both HEFREF, but they also are used for glucose lowering. You know, sometimes when we start those therapies, um, SGLT2 inhibitors, we might be able to stop some of these other type 2 diabetes or should stop some of these type 2 diabetes medications, especially type 2 diabetes medications that may be associated with harm, like tholazine diones, as you said. So truly um, can't agree more with those key um, points. But now, Jamie, you know, obviously the advanced practice provider is such a, a central piece um, in taking care of these patients when they're in the hospital. And, and you know, I, again, I always enjoy working with you on rounds and, and learning from you as well. But what do you view as your, um, you know, key things that um, the APP is responsible for or, or really can help with during the heart failure hospitalization? Thank you, Steve. Um, so yes, I am an advanced practice provider. I may be a little biased, um, so I will be talking about all the amazing things that we do in the hospital. But in general, advanced practice providers play an important and central role within the interdisciplinary team. Our role is quite broad, um, but essentially we have a role in direct patient care, coordination of care, and collaboration with other clinicians. Often the advanced practice provider is the first point of contact for patients, and we really act as a bridge between the patient and the rest of the healthcare team. We do provide first-line medical management in relation to diagnosis and intervention and collaborate to make decisions during the hospitalization. So our focus is not only management and treatment of symptoms, we also engage in health promotion with the patient, healthcare education, also try to build a good rapport with the patient and their family. And we really aim to create a partnership between the healthcare team and the patient. Advanced practice providers are communicators of information. We collect information, we interpret it, and we relay this patient information to the rest of the healthcare team. We see what's going on in the current situation. We really do have a whole picture of the care and treatment. We follow the patient along the continuum from, hospital, you know, from hospitalization admission right up until the discharge. And with the HEFREF population, there really are many complex patients who do require thorough care coordination within the hospital and are discharged. So we really need to keep that in mind. We really work in collaboration with other members of the healthcare team and we attempt to resolve any fragmentation and facilitate a team approach to these patients. We do have strong collaborative relationships with physicians as well as other members of the interdisciplinary team, including registered nurses, pharmacists, and other allied health professionals. And I think that this is one thing that we've done really well in our own healthcare delivery model. We do coordinate with various consultants as needed to optimally manage comorbidities, something we see as vital in HEFREF patients. And through this collaboration, I think we complement one another's expertise and coordinate moving towards realistic and guideline directed treatment goals for the patient. So again, working with others is super important. Um, there is a large focus on patient disposition right from the time that the patient's admitted. And so working with care managers and social workers to facilitate the patient's transition within and between healthcare settings really is important. We really work alongside these team members, and we see that really it's critical to the transitional care of the patient. So hopefully I've provided you with our role in the management and collaboration. I've convinced you how important the advanced practice provider is. No, I, I didn't need any convincing, Jamie, but I, I totally agree with those, uh, those points you made there. And I mean, 
again, I'm so appreciative to work with both of you guys on the in-hospital um, you know, setting. And I think it really helps optimize our care for HEFREF. And I think you know, just a couple of things from the cardiologist perspective, aside from my appreciation for the multidisciplinary care and how I think it really helps improve our patient outcomes. You know, it also is, um, you know, key for me as a cardiologist to now think about not only the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the nitty gritty of some of the things that um, others are focused on in terms of logistics and everything, but trying to think about the bigger picture too, in terms of where's the trajectory for this patient, you know, what tools in our toolkit do we have left to use to try to improve this patient's outcome and, you know, can we actually use them right now? And then if there's things that are not going well for this patient, do we need to even think about bigger picture ideas like advanced heart failure therapies, palliative care, or other kind of um, reaching out to various consultants to try to, again, improve the outcome for the whole patient, um, including their heart failure outcomes. Um, But with that, I really want to thank Jamie and Cody for joining me today. And I think the team-based approach to HEFREF is clearly um, something that we all strongly believe in and advocate for. And I hope um, you as a listener will take that back uh, to your care for your patients as well. Thanks again. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit, or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.